Hello there, everyone, and welcome back to the Psych-Minded Podcast. I'm your host, James Anthony, and for those who are new, hello, welcome. This is a safe environment and a place where you can, um, you know, share your opinions and learn something new. Um, And for those who are returning listeners, thank you so much for joining. Um, Today's episode is particularly going to be an issue that I feel super strongly about. Um, And this is something that I've actually expressed to many of my close friends and also like my family. So they know about like um, these feelings that I have in particular to this topic. But today's topic is going to be the issue with planned product obsolescence. So the only thing is, is that um, the reason I'm tackling this video is because it does add to this uh, feeling of like eco-anxiety where you sort of, well, and, and for me particularly, I feel this like so much, is that I do not want to add to an issue that is causing more issues for our planet or for our you know future. Um, and in particular, this whole idea of product, um, planned product obsolescence is an issue that is going to continue to impede on our progress to do better for our society and for our environment and for our world, um, unless we have a completely well thought fully, you know, um, like more developed plan as to how we would combat the deficit for using so much product. Um, But in particular, I'm going to talk about different things that really have just irked me about it, things that I think would help. And then also, in particular, like other, um, you know, thoughts and, uh, you know, reasons that I've had towards having this being something that really does provoke my like eco anxiety um but also in general i think this is something that a lot of people relate to whether they even realize it or not this is something that affects us long term and um you know as an ever-growing and ever-evolving society we are going to continue to have these issues unless we figure out a plan um but in particular for today's episode we are going to have that uh at the very you know towards the end but in the beginning of today's episode I do want to go over particularly how I've been and what's been going on with my life um, in the segment how I how am I feeling um, more so because it's been a while since I've actually recorded a podcast episode and sat down with you guys and really just talked um, and really what's been going on has been a lot of self-discovery a lot of you know um introspection which you know it can be a lot of that at all times but in particular it's been like that and my adventures for the past couple of like weeks has been actually very interesting and um i feel very you know fulfilled in particular parts of my life but also sad in particular things and also happy and also you know like there's all sorts of emotions that go on like almost simultaneously Um, But I kind of want to get on that in a little bit, uh, well, shortly. But before I do, I did want to explain that I do have a new little segment at the very end of the podcast that's going to happen on every episode from here on out, and this is called Mood Music. Now, this is basically like a, you know, a set of three songs that I've really just been vibing with the past, you know, week or whichever, you know, songs that have really been provoking me within the past week or so that have to do with the feelings of this episode Um, and I'm trying to do that because I want to kind of give you guys this sense of like what is the aura what is the feeling what are we getting you know like what is this Um, because I do want to also pivot a little bit with psych-minded and the fact that I want to make this also more of like 
a you know chit chat too like we're not just going over psychological processes or things that have to do with psychology we are mainly focusing on that of course but there are parts that I do want to keep very real and you know be kind of an outlet for everything um but in the sense that it's you know healthy to this podcast and healthy to everyone else out there so in particular I'm going to go ahead and get started with how am I feeling so today I mean it is May 9th it is a minute since I have actually written a podcast episode or script or anything but in particular, I remember the podcast episode that I had written was based around my 22nd birthday, and that was literally in March. So it's been about two months since I've actually looked at this previous script that I had for this particular episode. So I'm just going to go off of how I've been feeling from there and until now. So in particular, my 22nd birthday was... Uh, weird it was crazy it was different it was not like i expected it to be but it was its own expectation it was its own thing i had a lot of times where i got to like revel in different you know luxuries because of the fact that i live in vegas and also because i am older than 21 and have connections within my city so i know like i was having a great time around that particular point but it did feel like a whirlwind, more so of like fun, mess, chaos, love, like all that. Um, but in particular, it was its own experience, right? Um, I got to go to bars with friends and have particular experiences. Like seriously, it was a whole thing. Um, and you know, sometimes it just really makes me realize that there is a lot about the future and how many people like actually care about me and actually, you know, are there for me and are in my life. And I'm not saying like actually as in, oh, I made this realization. I'm saying like you put the effort too. Like I would love to have a mutual effort in particular, like with, you know, talking to friends and this and that. But I know everyone's busy in my life and this and that, you know what I mean? But like, it's just, I miss everything. And there's times where I really need those connections and those people to to see that I am there you know what I mean and I don't know in particular I know that I'm feeling this way because I am moving soon and it is just a really weird feeling to know like I've lived here for like my whole life and I've made so many connections and I have so many friends out here but then I'm like who is really willing to stay connected with me you know what I mean uh my dad always says friends come and go and you know enemies accumulate even though I don't believe the last part because I'm not out here to make enemies I definitely believe that there is that factor like you know friends will come and go it's sad it sucks I don't want that to happen I love you know the people and the things that I do and the connections I make but I need to feel effort in some way to really make it feel real you know what I mean so that's how I'm feeling but in particular I've been feeling great these past couple of weeks um fast forward into april april was fun too it was just you know it was its own moment i'm not gonna lie it was also still messy in the sense that i was feeling a lot of different feelings you know a lot of sadness a lot of confusion as to what i should feel where i should go what's my path am i ready am i good enough this kind of stuff you know but in particular i know i am and i know i'm doing what's right and i know that if i'm not doing what's meant for me that i wouldn't be doing it right and in particular, I know that like in my career, both psychology and music wise, I know, and like I say music, like, cause I, I look at that as like, that's a creative field, right? 
and my psychology is an academic field. So I look at it like I have a dual career that I'm trying to pursue. But besides this, I want this to be, you know, something that I can have a full realization about later in life. And I still have, and I still am, and I know this is my path right now. But in the past, especially in April, it was not feeling like, I don't know what it was. It was just me not knowing what was going on. Like, I felt like everything was so soon, so fast. I'm so young, what's going on? You know what I mean? That kind of thing. But yeah, so besides that, I met a lot of new people, um, especially people that have my same birthday, which is actually weird, but it's cool because that means I celebrated with a lot of cool people. And I'm so glad I made those connections. Whether they realize it or not, I love that I've made connections with people who even have been in my life for like just a few hours. Like, it's fun. I like to meet interesting personalities and vibe and see who's there and who's, who's you know, awake on this same frequency. <laughs> but yeah, so besides that, um, fast forwarding into current day, um, in May, just this past week, I went to go see Lord and Crumb in San Francisco, and it was amazing. I saw Lord May 3rd and Crumb May 4th, and it was amazing. I had such a nice hotel. It was right there in the downtown area off Van Ness. It was amazing. And not just that, I met a couple cool mutuals that I've actually had. Um, one at the very end was just amazing lovely lovely person like swear got my heart but um anyways <laughs> after i had gotten back i started to realize wow like i need to start traveling more i need to start putting myself out there i need to start doing things because it's not just that i'm leaving the side of the coast like <clears throat> i never thought i would leave the west coast area but i have to for the time being i'll be back you know but for the time being that's what I need to do and when I come back I'm gonna hope that these connections are still here if they're not I mean I don't know I guess I don't know whose loss that'll be but it'll definitely be their loss too because I love my connections and I just like to know that people are still doing well and that everyone's doing good and optimism is alive you know like that kind of thing um but yeah so Besides that, I have just been reeling in the fact that I am going to be moving in the next, like, three months, and it's kind of scary because I am scared to leave my friends that are here because I love them and I just don't want to be apart from them that long, but I hope that the connections are more than ever preserved, you know, and I'm excited to see what life throws at me but I'm also scared because you know life is crazy there's so many possibilities so many things and I just want to live a happy life and do good and see everyone be successful and be successful myself but also know that like happiness is there and ready for me at any moment I just need to like figure every little part out but right now I'm having a great time with my life and I know that you know things can feel like fleeting moments but my memories i hope last forever truly um but yeah so sorry i'm getting super deep right now i just feel like that's how it needs to be for this particular segment in this particular episode um but besides that we're gonna go ahead and jump into today's topic and that is planned obsolescence so by definition planned obsolescence is the policy of producing consumer goods that rapidly become obsolete and so require replacing achieved by frequent changes in design, termination of the supply of spare parts, and the use of non-durable materials. So 
I'm gonna give you a huge example of planned obsolescence, Apple, any technology company, any um, toy company, any anything like that. Something where we've started from absolutely scratch, like literally a you know a, a, a twig or a can, and, and it have improved to where we have. Obviously, we need to improve because there is this need to evolve, and we definitely see this. I see this. But there is an issue when it comes to an overabundance of evolution without proper use or proper, you know, like, um, guarantee of, like, um, efficiency. So, for instance, the iPhones, these are perfect examples because think about it. The original iPhone was, like, flabbergasting. Wow, we have a touchscreen. This is the first time ever we've seen a touchscreen on a smartphone, right? So... From there, we continue to have the touchscreen, right, up all until now, and it's, it's amazing, I love it, would never replace it, right? But we don't have anything better beyond that, right? Besides that, we have other things on the phone, for instance, the charger, the camera, the interior, the look, the design. All of these things are changeable, but have you noticed, right, every single time they come out with a new drop, the design is slightly changed or there is a slight improvement it may not be drastic but it is a pretty big you know little change in something that we don't see regularly right but these changes come at a cost right we have to use so much more product depending on what is being recycled what isn't what is being used what isn't right where it's coming from how much these kinds of things how much it takes to get to us you know gas wise what's the eco footprint behind the company these kinds of things right all of this adds to issues that play our own society and our planet which is the overabundance and overuse of product so i definitely believe that this is linked to you know really the anthropocene which is the end of you know the world due to human existence and human um, activity particularly the burning of fossil fuels or those that um, impede on the growing of our ozone and that like that but in particular this is definitely a reason why we see so much drastic change in our ecosystems our environment our world because we know that we are using so much product that has to come from somewhere right it has to come from the earth it has to come from something that comes from something matter just and just just it doesn't just um appear right we know this so we have to figure out what we're using how we're using it how much we're using things like that so i think this is a big issue that really does plague our planet and our society but i do believe there are ways to go about changing it to where we can actually see you know, this idea of planned obsolescence, but at a less drastic and less frequent rate, right? Maybe instead we can go forward with, you know, changing the iPhone every five years or every three years, but then every three years, it's a huge difference. It's all of the little changes that would have been seen, you know, but I get behind a business, there is all these things that come into play, like, okay, are people into the design? Are people into the phone anymore? Are people this and that? And I know that something new and shiny and catchy gets people's attention. It sparks sales, this and that, right? Everything is like a dual end sword. It's all bad. It's all negative. But I do see that there is a huge issue behind this whole thing. So I'm going to go ahead and get into some little ideas of which you know we could go about as a society helping ourselves and helping our planet by kind of like not ignoring but kind of helping to deplete the um frequency of the 
um, involvement that we have on planned obsolescence. So I'm going to go ahead and get into that right after this. So in regards to ways to cut our impact on planned obsolescence, I have five key ones that I think all of us should sort of try to live by. Hello, that was my cat. Oh, he is going. Hello. You need to stop though. I'm recording. Thank you. <laughs> he's a sweetheart, but he's just very vocal. So yes, anyway, so I would say that our first real step or real you know thing that we can do to help cut our impact on the planned obsolescence issue is to stop buying new things when it is not necessary or if the efficiency improvement is dismal to none so by that i mean you know key example iphones you should really not be buying like a new iphone every year if you are so bougie that you need a new iphone every year because there is something that holds you back from doing your thing in life then go for it and i'm being a little passive aggressive on that because it just proves that the standards for what we need in life are ridiculous people do not need new phones every single year or whenever there's a new drop it is just not necessary and thinking about how much manpower how much product how much everything like that goes into creating a new batch of phones or to replace the phone that you had it's just frustrating because it feels like it's unnecessarily used right we could be using that towards other things towards improving things that really really matter like you know bigger improvements like nasa improvements we already have some but i mean we could devote more stuff towards that if we were stopping with particular things like you know handbags and this and that like i love fashion but gosh like come on there is such a thing as an overuse right and if you are denying this you are just another person who is looking at the issue with you know the same like i don't even know if they're like i would say like blocker the rose colored glasses whatever you want to say it is but in in my mind i just feel like there's something that is so obvious and this is that you know we are using too much and there's no reason for it right so we do not need to go buy new things when it is not necessary right when the efficiency is not so drastically improved we do not need to go out and buy it right like think about it same with like appliances in apartments do you see them upgrading their appliances every year no right the residents if so would have to request that and that would be paid out of their pocket most likely so there is no real necessary need in it. It is that people find this obsession that they need to thrive and, 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 and drive this idea of, okay, I want it, I can have it, let me do it. There's no real harm, is there? You know what I mean? But like thinking about the ecological footprint, there is a bit of an impact. So you need to understand that part to be able to back your story or your side, whatever you wanna say, all right? So moving forward, number two, take care of your things there is no reason that you should be breaking your things so quickly or that things are needing repairs all the time right another part of the planned obsolescence issue revolves around the idea that something is needing to be repaired a lot or that something is consistently needing attention and that takes labor and that takes tools things right it takes things it doesn't just take nothing right so that, that issue also adds to the problem. It is that we are continuing to need new things, new materials. It all goes to resources, if I'm being quite honest. Number three, 
stop acting as if things are so easy to get rid of. And by that, I mean, like, when we're talking about throwing away things, like, for instance, say, um, you know, your, your sandals broke, right? We throw them away because we have to. There's no other place for them, right? But what happens if, like, the tear or the rip or the reason why we're throwing them away is very small and can be repaired um, without having to do the extra mile, right? So like in the sense, you can you can kind of add an exception to number two of taking care of your things when needing to replace a certain thing, right? Repairs are okay if it, if it minimizes the effect of the carbon footprint that you would have, you know, otherwise had by getting a whole new pair. Um, I think that is more than okay, but you know, this is just another example. Sometimes I see people throwing away things, like for instance, um, a soccer ball that has just a little poke in it, right? You could easily fix that by putting a tiny little piece of duct tape. I doubt that it would blow out the duct tape within the first kick or whatever, but it helps keep that soccer ball in use for longer so that there is not one being bought ever so often, right? Maybe that one could last even longer, but who knows? Some people just give up on something once they think it is damaged or that it is not of use to them or of their liking, right? Um, and we see this too with like other things like vinyls. People throw away or get rid of vinyls because they're slightly damaged or they don't like them or they are out of that phase in their life where they don't like vinyls, you know what I mean? But it's like, why are we going through those things so materialistically? We need to understand there's an impact on what we do as well right number four would be look into your own eco footprint right look into your carbon footprint that's what i mean it's like a, a interchangeable for me but in particular um we need to look at the things that we do that impact our environment directly in particular to planned obsolescence so if you are that person that goes out and buys a new iphone every month or every year whatever it may be maybe think about that right look into it say is this reasonable do i help or hurt by doing this and you know say if your phone is really really crappy and you really do need a new one that's great go for it but if you are just doing it because you can or because it's eh, whatever that's a little ridiculous and that's a shame sorry not my problem to deal with the aspect that you're dealing with but in particular it is a little sad that some people can't understand their own impact to the world. Um, I just don't understand how you cannot look at that part while you're living and doing things and impacting others and this and that. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's beyond me. So look into your own eco footprint. There are tons of websites. There are so many out there that help you calculate just how much you actually use in the sense of like, um, you know, not just gas, like emissions on like things like energy and whatnot, but like, or the cars, right? Um, but on things like, you know, when you accumulate trash, you do in a sense accumulate particular amounts of methane because your trash accumulates smells, right? Accumulates gases, things like this. So there are so many things that go into it that you may not be seeing directly, um, but we just want to make you more a little, a little more aware to that, right? If not fully aware, so that way you can help do your part, right? It's all of us doing our part together that helps create something different or new or affect change, right? So fifth and finally, find smart, eco-friendly solutions to everyday problems. There are so many things that we can do that, you know, are easy, smart solutions. Like for instance, instead of when your charger insulator, like the little plastic thing around the charger rips, go get some electrical tape and, and, and you know, 
fix that versus going to get a whole new charger. There are so many things we can do, things that we've already created. I know electrical tape has its own um, carbon footprint as well, like to get it to where it is and to have it in your hands at that moment. But it is a better solution than going to buy a whole new one, which has already been, you know, created and it could be used for somebody else who actually needs it more than they would, right? So there's tons of things. And then also like, um, instead of doing like, um, you know, going to Home Depot and buying big planners that had to be curated in fires because they're ceramic, maybe going to get like, you know, um, dissolvable, um, like for instance, egg carton styled, um, or not egg cart, actually yeah, egg carton styled like potter, uh, potting. So that way, like when you plant your potting, it kind of dissolves or breaks down into the soil. And it's also eco-friendly. So like, why not, right? But other things can be thought of. It's just sometimes people don't think of a eco-friendly solution. Sometimes they think of whatever is efficient and what can be quick to them. Like if they can go buy it at the store, they'd rather do that than do a DIY that saves more energy, saves money and helps the environment, right? And this is the kind of thing that I want people to see is that there is this view that people do think that, okay, I can go buy whatever I want and it can be of no issue. Like someone else is taking care of the aftermath, right? But instead we all pay for it in some way. So I'm just trying to get that across. But besides that, I would say that those five are like essential to me and what would be ways to cut our impact on planned obsolescence. Um, and that's in particular to planned product obsolescence, right? So besides that, we're going to go ahead and wrap up today's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed today's topic and I thought it was such a really interesting and, um, you know, really important topic to discuss, especially to those who are listening, because most people who are listening are younger people. And I want people to understand that there is so much we can do that way we can, you know, thrive and strive for more, right? Um, anyway, so besides that, I'm going to go ahead and talk about our final segment to wrap up our entire episode. And this is our new segment, Mood Music. So because it has been a bit of time, I actually am going to go over some picks that I had for March, picks that I had for April, and some that I actually am loving currently. So we have a good set of three for March. So for March, my top three songs that I really thought set the mood and the idea behind what I wanted in March and what I was thriving and feeling um, are these three songs. So the first one is One More Weekend by Maud. I think it's Maud Latour uh, or Maud Latour, whichever. Um, but she is amazing. Great, great vocals. I believe she's from New York um, and she is actually just like really, really good. and. I love listening to the new things that she has out because she's consistently dropping, not like, you know, frequent, but it's like, you know, she's doing it and that's what's great. And I just, I love the sound and the feel. It's giving me very that New York City, um, but indie girl and, but like on an indie pop and it's cute. So <laughs> love her for that, but it makes me feel good. And that song is like, you know, really about like, I would, but I don't know what it's about particularly because I'm not her, but to me it feels very summery and like one more weekend, like let's have fun. You know what I mean? Um, and then my second one was Asha's Kiss, which is by Ravina featuring Asha Puth, uh, Puthley. Um, and they, they just uh, amazing on this. It's so sonically beautiful. It is so light and just beautiful. It is like literally a kiss. It is so cute. Um, and it's just amazing. I really, really love it. And um, the sounds are beautiful. Um, Asha's part is just amazing. Like, oh my gosh, it, like transcending, you know what I mean? So yeah, very that. Um, 
And the third one would be Ride by Wild Painting. They're a band out of Boston, um, and they actually are so good. The vocalist, amazing vocals. But Ride, it is a very introspective song. I don't know what it's about particularly. Like, again, I'm not the artist, but that song, it made me think a lot, and it made me feel very in my head, but in a very good, relaxing, and therapeutic way that made me kind of think very introspectively, really. Um, but it's a beautiful song, and the whole project, their project Emotions, is just amazing. So 10 out of 10, all of those songs, amazing. Please go listen to them, and you'll get the feel for how March 2022 was for me. Now, on April, I was into a lot of watch my language bad bitch energy right i was very much into charlie xcx's newest project crash it is amazing and that was like my go-to i literally was obsessed with it um throughout uh april seriously um and my top tracks from that entire project was crash yuck twice move me constant repeat beg for you and then lastly lightning all of like like literally that's like the majority of the album but it to me was like such bad bitch energy such here's summer we're not even in summer yet but it feels like it you know what i mean and i'm just going to live young die fast or wait 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 wait, 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 wait. live fast die young there we go got it confused <laughs> so anyway that has been a moment for the past like month and I, like even up until now it's still a moment but anyway so that was definitely for the april um but secondly for april i have marry myself by beanie right beanie is a newer artist i believe she's from the uk i'm not totally sure on her background but she has beautiful songs beautiful vocals and the songs and the ideas and the aesthetic is just so cute i love it all indie very lovely also kind of like indie pop punk it's cute but i don't know how to explain her vibe exactly but marry myself was very giving like i'm gonna marry myself like i don't want to deal with other people because they are letting me down i need to deal with someone who won't let me down and that's myself right and that's how it felt and that's how I, how i perceived it for that whole month and then besides that i have another mode latour song and that is walk backwards again it feels like a song that i would sing or listen to while i'm walking in downtown where i live and just like enjoying the scene enjoying the vibes but also thinking about a possible love you know what i mean but like that's how it felt but anyway so after that my last song for april is hard feeling slash loveless by lord that is an everlasting song i am obsessed with lord i love her so much as you know i just recently saw her for a solar power tour in san francisco may 3rd 2022 you already know but this song had brought back so many feelings from 2017 that i was just really reeling on and still this this song just hits it makes me feel so many different things and that's what lord does she makes me feel all these feelings at once it's just amazing um, so yeah, so that's all for April. Now currently, I have three songs that I have had on repeat, um, but also they have their own real reason, right? So the first one is Evil, um, but E-V-O-L by Marina. And this is because she released a platinum blonde edition of Electra Heart, which means that it's a 10 year edition, so 10th year anniversary of Electra Heart, which has been the most life-changing album for so many people especially for those who are in the like 
indie grunge pop kind of feel and those who were in the Tumblr aesthetic era back in 2012, um, very 2012, which I love. But um, what happened was she released a, um, you know, extended album, but with some tracks that replaced some other tracks um, and then also additional tracks. But these are some that were not included on the original or the deluxe release or the UK release. So she released it on Spotify. So I've been listening to it nonstop. I love it. I've obviously been obsessed with it before. Like I know all of Marina's discography, everything she's ever done, ever. I know. So that's why I was like, thank God she finally put it on Spotify, lovely. And I've been listening to it all the time because that's how I've been feeling. I've been kind of like, mind my language, fuck love. I'm about myself, fuck feelings. I'm gonna just, you know, do me and work hard and be myself, be an awesome artist, be an awesome psychologist, everything, right? And um, that's how I've been feeling and that's really how I have been perceiving things. But I'm not, you know, um, against love or that possibility, but I'm over the whole, you know, having all these feelings all at once and then losing them all at once and then it being because the other person, right? Because I don't do anything wrong. I'm not like that, but like, like obviously I myself can accept my own faults and my own, you know, issues, but like I'm talking about like in the sense that I talk to someone, I really don't be doing nothing wrong. I just be doing my own thing and they just don't want to. So whatever. Anyway, moving forward. My second and most obsessed song that I've been listening to recently is Los Angeles by Haim. They are amazing. I am not kidding. Their voices are so soft, but amazing. And uh, they give me like country pop, even though they're not country. They do a lot of like indie sounds and alternative sounds, which I love. It's just beautiful. But this song in particular makes me think about my recent trip in San Francisco because that's when I discovered the song. I was actually walking down, um, down the sidewalk from my hotel, down Van Ness. Um, and I was going towards the Civic Center and I was just listening to this and I was like, wow, this is an amazing song. And it really feels like this energy that I'm feeling right this moment as I'm walking through San Francisco. First time ever being there, uh, full solo vacation, you know, for a few days. I've got a nice hotel, a nice area. I have some mutuals I get to hang out with. I get to see amazing artists, my favorite artists, you know what I mean? Like crazy. It was such a fun moment and feeling and I still carry that moment and feeling with that song all the way back here at home and feeling it currently still so yeah amazing right so lastly on my you know current you know mood music segment is the song follow me and this song oh, I'm not kidding you guys I was like gagging and like living for the um like more towards the very end and also for Rina's part but particularly this song is by Pablo Vitar and Rina uh, Sawayama and these two oh my gosh magic when they did this collab I'm not kidding the visuals are beautiful stunning they both look amazing and then the um, actual like song itself the vocals are stunning I'm not kidding amazing so so good Rina Slade she gives everything especially like I'm that bitch, I'm that pop star, that whole moment, so does Pablo, everything is amazing. Um, but Pablo's vocals, when they when, when she starts to belt at the very end, where it's like the final long belt, oh my gosh, amazing, blown away. So I've been listening to that, very like, live your life, be that girl, you know, do that thing, be that person, but also do your best, you know, that's the feeling that I'm getting from that song in particular, especially recently. 
So yeah, so that is particularly the first big edition of Mood Music, and that is our final segment for our episodes from now on. If you'd like to see this segment sooner than later in the episodes, let me know, but I like to keep it at the end, kind of wrap it up, let y'all know what the mood was, right? And then we can move forward into the next podcast episode. Um, So I hope you guys really, really enjoyed, and if you did, give this podcast episode a thumbs up. Subscribe if you're new, follow me if you're new, please turn on the notifications so that way you guys know when I upload that way you can be the first to listen right um and then if you guys are interested in letting me know possibly something you would like to hear about that is psychology related or something that does invoke a lot of feeling and emotion that is related to you know the psyche please let me know that way we can go over some very fun topics together um but until next time I I really, really appreciate you guys, and I'm so excited to continue on with the next episode of Psych Minded. So I'll see you guys all later, and remember, this is a safe space. Be safe, and I appreciate all y'all. See you later. Bye!